a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And now Mary, Mary set out and she traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah where she entered into the house of Zechariah and greeted her cousin Elizabeth. And now when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice, saying, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should, should come to me? For at the moment that the, the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Well, blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. He has, he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. Now from this day, all, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done Great things for me, holy is his name. He has mercy in those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones. He has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. The rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel. For he has remembered his promise of mercy the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. Can you ever get tired of hearing that gospel? I, I don't think so. Yet today I want to take a, a look at, at, at this feast and, and why in the world we are even celebrating the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We profess and our faith is based on the fact of the resurrection of Jesus, but not just the spiritual resurrection, but the bodily resurrection of Jesus. And then, then from the earliest traditions of the church, it was never a dogma of the church in the early days, uh, until actually quite recently. The, the, the tradition says that, that Mary went to sleep and she woke up in heaven bodily, bodily. Now the theologians keep telling us over and over again that, uh, that hell is not a place and heaven is not a place either. It's a reality. And yet in our religious imagination. And the reason we're celebrating this feast today is because of the religious imagination of the people. They asked, was Mary bodily assumed? Rome asked all throughout the world, do you believe this? Do you, do you, do you, do you trust this? And there's a teaching in the church called the census fidelium. And the census fidelium says, yes, yes, we believe 
not only in the bodily resurrection of Jesus, but the bodily res resurrection of Mary. Now, we, we talk about our own bodily resurrection at the end times. We don't know when that is. Nobody's ever come back to really talk to us about it or show us any proof of it. But our, our hunch is that we, too, will follow where? Wherever she went, where he went, why? Because the greatest mystery of our faith, I think beyond all, is the mystery of incarnation. We keep God in the heaven and we keep earth on earth, but the great mystery is the mixture of earth and heaven, the mixture of that which is passing away and that which is eternal. And we dare to believe, and, and our creed tells us so. I think one of the reasons we pray the Apostles' Creed every Sunday instead of the Nicene Creed, first of all, it's shorter, which is a, a bonus, but, but I really believe it's because we come to the one line, and it's, one of, it's, it's the line, even though the, 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 the phrase that says, born of the Virgin Mary, crucified under Pontius Pilate, and you go, what in the world happened between born of the Virgin Mary and crucified under Pontius Pilate? Well, a whole lot happened. But the line, I think that is most important, is we believe in the resurrection of the body, that our body will be transformed as well. We've kind of grown accustomed to this old body of ours, wrinkled and falling apart as it may be, it's ours. And it has housed the, the very stuff of God, the very stuff of the universe, it's housed, it's housed our contact with eternity, with the eternal transcendent, with the very power and love of God. And then, and that connects us to each and every one of us, spiritually and physically as well. And so we dare to believe in the resurrection of our body as well. I keep in imagining myself with hair, <laughs> curly hair. My mom, my mom, I, I don't, I think I've lost it but my mother, my mother wouldn't cut my hair till I was two years old. It was blonde, curly hair. And finally, my father said, you've got a third son, not a daughter. Cut the hair today. <laughs> and so it was cut, but she put it in an envelope. I'm going to get that hair. We dare to believe because we've grown accustomed to this, this container, this magnificent container of the divine that it will go on, that we will have the resurrection of the body as the first fruits, as the one who is risen from the dead, as St. Paul says to us so beautifully today. And so we celebrate who we are, who we are called to be, where he has gone, where she has gone. So shall we follow. So today, as we do on Sunday, let us together pray the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, where your Son has gone, may we follow. Where 
our Blessed Mother has gone, may we follow. May we know the fullness of life. May we experience a little bit of heaven while we are still on earth. May we know that your presence is among us as we stand in holy communion with each other. And for this, we pray to the Lord. We pray for those who feel out of holy communion, for those who feel disjointed, for those who feel separated, cut off from the body of Christ. We pray that your grace may be sufficient and that we may be instruments of that grace. We pray to the Lord. We pray for the church universal, Lord, and that all may see you and know you and proclaim your life. We pray to the Lord. 